Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. Today, you have a very special show. It's just Steve and Sharpie. How's it going? I am pretty <laughs> sure that everyone is everyone very just, excited. I know. They're either very excited or they just were like, what other podcast do I have to listen to this week? So, how this happened, Lisa's actually just got to Walt Disney World. She is on a band trip. So they went down on uh, two big buses with a bunch of kids and they're spending, I don't know, four days. What is today? Four days. Yeah. Well, a day there and a day back and then two days in the doing stuff. So um, if anybody go, wants to learn about uh, if anybody is a principal or assistant principal in the band, whatever, at a school and you want to take band director, band assistant dir- band director, there you go. Dance team, yeah, choir, choir yeah, director, choir. show choir. Then, then call us because we can set up the Yes program, which is um. So they get to do a bunch of cool stuff. You can perform in front of people at the thing, or the thing they're actually doing is they're taking classes, and I believe they're getting credit. Um, and it's all backstage at Epcot, and it's all set up, and so it's it's pretty cool. So, anyways, but today we wanted to go through. Oh, wait. And then Lauren. So then Lauren, this is even more exciting. Yeah. You, I can't believe you almost <laughs> forgot Lauren for crying out loud. Sorry, Lauren. I know. Jeez, Steve. Well, my phone, my phone rang. Come on, get your act together. My phone rang and I was like trying to silence my phone. Um, so yes. So Lauren is like marking things off our bucket list, the Disney bucket list. So she's at Alani today in Hawaii. And then he's posting pictures of just hanging out at the bar with Joe Rody. <laughs> it's like, like yeah, really? Exactly. Rub it, rub it in. I love you, Lauren, but hashtag, I hate you. <laughs> I know. So Lauren is hanging out with Joe Rody at Alani at Disney. Unbelievable. But that's all right. So you have Sharpie and Steve. Stuck with us. It's just the guys. We've got some cool stuff. So some really cool stuff came out uh, on Epcot. So we were reading over at John Frost at the Disney Parks blog, uh, or at the Disney blog, the Disney blog, and then also over at the Disney Parks blog, <clears throat> we were reading. Uh, Parks blog. Yes. Good taste. You like that? Little, I think I think Rad, I, I mm. think Remy's getting to you there. Yes. So then it's a little, little squeaky. At Disney Parks blog, we also uh, have some information over there. So what we wanted to do is just do an Epcot roundup because there's a bunch of stuff that got announced for, well, there's stuff that's been announced for Epcot for a while. And now there's a bunch of new stuff that's come into the mix. And I wanted to start with kind of the entrance. So they announced a new main entrance. And Sharpie, if you go over to Disney Parks blog, they have concept art. So what, what do you notice is no longer there when you come into the main entrance? Uh, the monolithic, uh, yeah. graveyard. Yes. It is finally. <laughs> the graveyard of past happy guests. Yes. So it is finally not in the concept art. Those are those big, uh, what is it? Uh, leave a legacy, living legacy. Yeah. Leave a legacy was, was, uh, the, the program that ran, uh, I think it started in 1999. Wow. Now, uh, and then it disappeared sometime. I I want to say in 2008. I know it was still there, or maybe in 2007. Uh, because we, we did it on our honeymoon when we were down there, so it was. Uh, yeah, it was still there then. You could yeah. you could pay a certain amount and have your name or or, or a message. Uh, included in the uh, on on a metal plate that was attached to these granite. Uh, yeah, they're like entrance pieces. I mean, if you've been through, if you've been into Epcot since two thousand, you've definitely seen them. <laughs> you've walked past them. Yeah, and you're probably like, "Why is there a cemetery in front of Spaceship Earth?" Yes. Well, so that entrance is huge but you usually just walk down the center and you never even walk. Like there's a covered walkway all on the far right that if it's pouring down rain, probably nobody even knows it's there, but it walks all the way to the front. Um, 
So that's there, and there's benches over there. And then way on the left-hand side, when you're, there's benches way back in there. Um, so in the concept art, all those uh, tombstone things are gone. I have heard, and there's a lot of rumors in the show, so I don't know if this is true or not, but I have heard that they're keeping the, those uh, living legacies and moving them outside of the front entrance somewhere. Yeah, they're they're moving uh, from what I have understood from everything I've read, from everything I've seen, they are moving um, into the area that leads up to the park from the parking lot. Okay. From what I've seen. So uh, contractually, uh, with guests who paid for them, uh, they are supposed to be on display until... 2026 or something along those lines uh because uh, i mean it was actually in your contract when you when you paid your fee to have your your distorted face displayed on a metal <laughs> plaque on a tombstone in front of spaceship earth That's it. uh it was in part of part of the language that was there as to how long those would be on display so and i i think this the, the Leave a Legacy was kind of uh, an offshoot of the paver program over oh, yeah. at Magic Kingdom. Yep. Uh, I know I know Steve and Lisa have a paver stone over there, and uh, a lot of families do. We have one. At, we actually uh, were at Disneyland. I missed. I was a cast member at World when those paver stones came out, and I was like, "It's a hundred dollars to buy a stone. Who could? Who? I couldn't afford a hundred dollars when I was a cast member for a stone. So I was like, "Wow, how are people buying stones for a hundred dollars?" But yes, we have one. Oh, Disneyland. so you're, 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 yours is at, uh, we're at land. You're at, you're at Disneyland. Gotcha. Okay. But, but yes, almost the exact same thing. So it's the other thing. All right. So the concept art, there's a bunch of really beautiful crepe myrtles when you walk into that park now on the left and right. So it looks like those are in bloom in this. So it looks like they're keeping those and those big planting beds on, on the far left and far right. The main show pl place. Uh, kind of planter that they do all kinds of new stuff for, for Christmas time, for uh, food and wine. Um, I can't, it doesn't, it looks like it's permanent now, but I don't know if that's true or not. Cause it's got crepe myrtles in there that look like they're, you know, pretty mature. And I can't tell if there's like a little pond in the front of it or some water feature in the front. Um, the one thing I'm excited about, if you look right back, Sharpie, bef before you get to Spaceship Earth, is the fountain that's there. And it looks to me like the original Epcot yes, fountain. Yes, like the prismatic, yes. like the, the, the lucite yeah. uh, kind of sculpture that was there. Uh, I have, ever since the second time that I uh, went to Disney, which which was in 2006, I have hated what they did to oh, the fountain. I, I, I'm with you. It's like they took the, the cool logoed Epcot Lucite thing, which I'm sure when it was in the sun or whatever started to crack and look awful, but they took that away and then they took, and it was so cool because it was so smooth when the water ran off of that, the bed of the fountain. And then they put like right. rocks on it. <laughs> yeah. They, well, they, they did a, like a granite overhaul, uh, to, 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 to make the, the oh, water so it matches. And to make more noise in that uh, area, I would assume, because the old style of fountain didn't didn't really make much noise. It was blue tile. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, then they added those uh, kind of granite applique things to the, yes. to the legs on Spaceship Earth. And if you remember back to 2000, they added Mickey's arm and yeah, wand, and the wand yeah. uh, to uh, to Spaceship Earth. And but that that's been gone for a few years now. Um. But I, I mean, when you when you looked at at the, at the sculpture pieces as a whole from from far back, it, it created kind of a a, a, a nice, uh, pretty visual image. But walking through them is is dreadful. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it it it's it's cold. It's I, and frankly, I think it's very unwelcoming. Yeah. Um, I, I I haven't liked it since since they went in. But all right, I, is there any the other I thing wasn't back when there when they went in, but. In the in in the years uh, years following, but yeah, it's I, I I think I think it's time for them to move on. So, it looks like there's some toperaries. I put my glasses on, which I never do, <laughs> so now I can now I can see the the concept art a little better. Don't tell Lisa. So it looks like on the right bed, there's maybe a sorcerer Mickey 
in there and some yellow flowers or something that, so it looks like they're maybe incorporating some topiaries in there and some seasonal flowers off on the right and left. So I, it's a definitely, when I look at like concept art from Shanghai, Disneyland, you know, where it's got that garden kind of feel, um, it has more of that feel to it. And what messed up the entrance of Epcot was uh, September 11th, 2001, uh, when all of like the security protocols and all that kind of stuff changed because used to Epcot had like a, a wide entry area. Uh, you could come and go through any of those areas. The turnstiles were very broad. Uh, you could you could come and go, but when they kind of narrowed things down, yeah. uh, it really limited the foot traffic path for people coming in. Yep. Uh, and I mean, very, very rarely do you see more than maybe the center eight to ten yeah. uh, tap styles open there at the main center gate. Yep. Uh, but but the but the exit was all messed up. The yeah. entrance is all messed up. The security lines at Epcot are the worst on property. Oh yeah. Uh, so I up. really hope that they they address those uh, and and get that worked out because especially coming in from the bus stops uh, and from the monorail, it, it's it's awful. Yeah. Uh, the, the area you have to go through uh, is maybe. I don't know, forty five at most, fifty yards wide. Uh, and it really kind of has to thread through, and then the the additional security screening. Everyone has to walk through it, whether whether you're selected or not is, is here or there. But everyone has to walk through that really narrow entrance way, uh, and then it dumps you out right to those center uh, to the center entry tap styles there uh, on the main plaza. They have to do something about that. They have to they have to create multiple entrances uh, along that front plaza area. What they have in the concept art is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, like like you had said, the kind of reimagined fountain that looks like they have some uh, some pretty major concrete work planned uh, in terms of doing some different colored uh, striping of the concrete as you approach. Uh, but yeah, the, the the different landscaping, the topiaries, the sculpture. Uh, I think Epcot for, for a very long time has needed uh, a more gracious kind of broad entryway uh, because the way it was originally built, it was supposed to have all those different paths of entry and it was kind of supposed to narrow down and go through Spaceship Earth. But then when they put in all those sculptures, yeah. it pushed everyone through that main center path. And it yep. just gets, it's, it's kind uh, of messy. I agree. I can see a, there's actually a Beauty and the Beast topiary in there um, and maybe a ship and Mrs. Potts. So, so you can see that they're kind of incorporating that into all of these little gardens along the side. So it looks good. And then the other thing that's interesting is that if you look behind Spaceship Earth, all you see are trees, which, um, which, and you see the monorail kind of going back into the trees. You do see the Imagination Pavilion way off to the right and the Wonders of Life Pavilion way off to the left. But it ties into our second image, which is, uh, and we'll put these on uh, mousechat.net and also on our Facebook group and uh, Facebook page over at mousechat. So the second image is behind Spaceship Earth, which is nighttime in this image. The other one's daytime. And this image is pretty cool because it you have to look at it for a while to try to figure out what's going on. But you want to go through what, what some of the things are on here, Sharpie? And then I'll chime in too. So, and, I, and I know they've already made some pretty yeah. pretty drastic changes uh, to this concept art. They, they're going through a major process right now of redeveloping uh, what is currently Future World, uh, which I, I, I fully believe that area of the park will have a, a pretty major name change uh, once all of these uh, changes have taken place. But what they're looking for is a, a far more park-like entrance and kind of pathway into the park. Uh, and they I'm going to kind of touch on, on something we'll, we'll get into a little bit more detail later. Uh, but the, the new kind of play area pavilion that is taking place of what was the Wonders of Life pavilion. Yep. Uh, there had been some rumors kind of floating around the internet. There, there, there had been some redevelopment happening inside the theater over there, and they had checked out. Uh, there was even a rumor that one of the, the animatronics from uh, the one from the show that had been in there oh, uh, right. was stolen. 
I, I have have followed up on that that rumor several times and have not seen it confirmed in any uh, official sort of capacity. Um, like, but it was rumored yeah. that they had tried to revamp it uh, in order to reopen reopen that that show before uh, any major changes took place to the pavilion, kind of like a second run. Uh, but with the missing animatronic, I don't think that's going to happen. Hmm. Uh, but as you look around the, the concept art that they have for uh, you, you see several smaller pavilions. Um, and if you will think back originally to uh, opening day at Epcot, there was a lot of corporate sponsorship. All of the major pavilions had had yep. uh, corporate dollars infused into them. They all have corporate lounges uh, that were that were designed for the. Um, uh, visiting uh, uh, executives and employees of those companies. Kodak had a lounge. Um, uh, Bell Systems, I think it was back then, way, way back, uh, had had the uh, sponsored um, the Communicore, uh, the uh, Spaceship Earth, all that. So you had all these different corporate sponsors. So you had all these different pavilions that, that had – that were – kind of promoting the future of industry and stuff like that, which is what Epcot was originally supposed to be the, the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. But as you look through what has happened to Epcot over the last few years, Raytheon had a really great installation, uh, with, with their, their science and STEM initiative. Uh, and, slowly one by one all of these different attractions have kind of been shuttered uh in future world as as the corporate sponsorships were kind of pulled and corporations go go in yeah. a different direction with all their their sponsorship dollars and promotions and things like that so that's left disney on the hook to do a lot of major renovations uh in future world uh in interventions east and west because as i've joked many times on the show epcot has essentially become the history of the future uh a look back at what we once thought the future would be like but it some of it happened some of it didn't um and, and, and total side tangent here. We 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 just got a a Google Home uh, hub, <laughs> uh, and, and we really do think that that uh -huh. Walt Disney would be quite proud of how far home automation uh, and assistive technologies have come. It, it's quite did it quite cool to yeah. to talk to Google and and have Google answer your questions. And, did it did it burn your turkey? Uh, ask the temperature and any of that stuff. <laughs> it, it's it's really neat. I know. Don't don't but, uh, don't play virtual reality with your grandmother because it, it could burn your turkey. I, hey, yeah, exactly. Then happen. Got got to got to give the warning. Uh, otherwise, that turkey is going to burn for Christmas, just like it did for Thanksgiving. Yes. So so you, right you behind. Have to be careful with that stuff. So all right. So I'm looking at Spaceship Earth in this concept part. Yes, right behind track. Right behind back there track. is like maybe I don't know if it's a if it's like a stage area or a water feature or something, but where that giant concrete area after you go around spaceship earth, that's normally there before, when you're coming up to the pavilion and it's just like concrete land. Um, it's been turned into like little pathways and gardens and little what it's a lot of green space. Yeah. And lots of little, uh, meandering ponds or streams. And then there's some feature that you come up to in the center that looks like a gold, uh, like a, a hut of diamonds or something. I can't tell. It's, it's something that maybe they don't know what it is. So they've made like some obscure triangle formation there. Well, um, I think that that represents the, the, the nighttime show because what you're seeing there. Oh, is wait, way the, down, uh, way down at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What you're seeing there is uh, what is currently world showcase lagoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, it kind of appears that it, that at this particular stage, uh, of redevelopment of Epcot, there were going to be pathways that crossed over yeah, the uh, World Showcase Lagoon, which I know people wouldn't quite hate that idea so much. Instead of walking really all the way around. Really for the main fact that if you're in the United States uh, Pavilion, if you're you're in the Spirit, Spirit of America Pavilion, uh, it's a long walk back to Spaceship Earth, back to the entrance of the park. So if there was a, a more uh, straight path from the back of the park to the front of the park, that wouldn't necessarily be a terrible thing. Um, 
but it would take away in in my opinion it would take away from the ambiance of, of what yeah uh the, of how large uh that lagoon is uh and how how cool it has been in terms of uh illuminations and the 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 different features and effects that that has allowed but i think something that that they have redeveloped epcot to keep in mind and to kind of be more aware of as they've looked at at developing epcot is the large role that festivals play at epcot yeah. right now yep. uh so you have the festival of the arts you have the uh, flower and garden festival you have the food and wine festival and those are epcot right now those are epcot shining jewels that's what brings people in mass to epcot uh season after season because they have these different things uh so essentially they're bringing the attractions to the park instead of having attractions in the park um with all the different booths and things like that. So I think they're, they're planning on building some more permanent structure type things yeah. uh, that will enable them to, to kind of more readily uh, display and have uh, kind of a, a greater sense of permanency to that kind of world's fair atmosphere uh, that, that world showcase has had since the beginning. Uh, but is especially true when you add in all the different uh uh, temporary pavilions and stuff that they bring out for food and wine, for flower and garden, uh, and now for uh, Festival of the Arts in its third year. So, yeah, it's yeah, the whole central hub area is being redesigned, and I think I think it's going to it's going to be a, a major change. Uh, and it kind of looks like the the Fountain of Nations is disappearing, which yeah. I I like that. I think that's, I think that's part of Epcot. Yeah. That looks like it's gone in this design. And then actually Communicore, I'm not sure if I got my East and West, right. It looks like Communicore West is gone completely. And on the left side over by the, the living seas or, you know, the Nemo and friends on that side, it looks like Communicore building is completely gone, but the Communicore building, I can see, I believe on the other sides, it looks like it's still there that has mouse gears. And all there, kind of, kind of hidden back in there, um, where those two buildings are. At least I think that's what this is, um, or at least one of them. When you walk into World Showcase, and there's a building on the left and the right, you know, that are shops, and that's a viewing area. It looks like they've been at least one of them has been replaced with a round donut structure of some type that might be a shop, and then there's yeah. a flatter version of that. I don't know how much traction they're they're gonna. With these. I don't, I, I can't see this even 50% coming true. Well, I know they always start with the grand thing and then they're like, okay, let's we'll just put some trees in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, need I remind anyone I of how awesome, uh, rivers of light was supposed to be. I know this is the grand. Well, there's budget also, cut, budget yeah, cut, I know more budget cuts I know. Well, and then more budget cuts. Well, yeah, it depends, you know, if, especially if Star Wars doesn't bring in the money and, and things uh, don't bring in the money, then you'll see things start to fall off. But the other thing that I like about this design, everything goes to the bachelor. I've been watching the bachelor. Don't, don't tell anyone on that either. So they were in Singapore well, on I the think bachelor. You just told us all. <laughs> So they were in Singapore and Singapore has this futuristic look. This is how I, I determine where I want to travel. So, so, and in Singapore, they have this kind of garden that you've seen, you've seen pictures of it. You probably have a screensaver that comes up every once in a while that has this picture. It has like this garden in Singapore where you walk through and they have like these lit up platforms that you walk through that are above you. And it looks like they've kind of stolen that similar idea the Sharpie right there where they have these kind of round discs that reminds yeah. me of that, that garden area in Singapore where it kind of lights up and it has these kind of trumpeting things above your head and little pathways above. And it gives you some shade and looks really cool. So it looks like they've done something similar to that, which would be cool. And then I, uh, and who knows, like you said, there's like some water stadium off to the left on this concept art too, on the far left, it looks like some water thing with seating around it. That's round. I don't know what that is, but that, or if that's going to actually come to be. 
But it's very yeah, cool. The, the future of Epcot, in in my opinion, is is very much up in the air. It is there's a lot there's a lot going on there right now. I don't think we've we even I don't think they've even discussed a half of it. So the other cool concept art they released is what they're calling well, which is where Wonders of Life Pavilion is now, uh, which went away a long time ago, and they kind of use for like uh, event space. It's like the festival center is what, what they've called it. Yeah. So that pavilion now they've got something called the play pavilion. So if you look at that concept art, it looks like the entrance is similar. When you walk in, it looks like it's still a dome structure because they have like lights and projections and sky on the inside. Like maybe they're going to make it a smooth cloth inside dome and do some type of projections in there, which kind of looks cool. It looks like a futuristic Tokyo or like, I didn't see uh, Ralph breaks the internet, which I still need to see, but, but my guess is it looks kind of like that with the purples and the blues. And it's definitely slated to teens and tweens and uh, the kids, which is, you know, what, what the whole focus of the pavilion is. Yeah, I think it, it is definitely a family focused and and young young visitor uh, a kid focused. So if you, uh, yep. addition. So Tinkerbell's in there over one lady's shoulder. Mickey Mouse is in there. Edna Mode is up on one of these digital billboards. So I'm assuming if they're taking one of those communicors east or west out of the picture maybe uh that the meet and greet area because they have Edna Mode sign over here, could be in here, so they could have meet and greets. Uh, look, there's a cinema, and I, and I don't know if this is really what these things are, or if it's just supposed to look like a city. So in the cinema could be something. There's a yeah, it's 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 just supposed to look like at, like look, the look screen. Like a city. Yeah, because you've got the cinema, you've got like a central seating area in the middle that looks like a stadium when you first walk into this thing, but there's like nothing, nothing going on in there. So I don't know if there's actually something that happens there. Let's play. Looks like it goes back to maybe where body wars was. Cause there was a bunch of, that's where the attraction was, which is in the center of this. Oh, and I, I don't know if that's an incredibles. Is that an incredibles thing above it or no? Yeah. It kind of looks like that. I, I think they've really just thrown in uh, every possible <laughs> Disney character they could into this. So there's some uh, there's into a this bit concept art, but it, it definitely uh, resembles a, a cityscape uh, with different storefronts and different, like a, a hotel. Uh, you can see like one of the characters from what looks like one of the characters from Inside Out. Yeah. Um, yeah. All sorts of stuff, uh, like like Steve said, a cinema. Uh, you can easily see uh, like an arcade style style place. Uh, the the thing that I thought was coolest about the concept art was that the one kid was holding Mickey Mouse's hand, yes. and I thought that was adorable. But it's really cute. So that, and we're so the fiftieth anniversary for Walt Disney World is in twenty twenty one. So we're guessing that a lot of this is going to open in 2021. And then we have some other things that, that, that have been announced before that we wanted to go over that are before 2021. Uh, so anything else on the concept art for the main entrance, behind the main entrance, and the uh, play pavilion? And then if not, we'll move on. Uh, I, th I think that's it. All right. So we're off to previously announced the uh, Ellen's Energy Adventure, or the Energy Pavilion from way back. They announced that that's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. So that, and it looks like a, and if you've been over to Epcot, there's a giant show building. So it almost looks like that whole ride area is like pre-show and queue. And then they have this massive uh, building behind there where they're putting in a, a indoor roller coaster. Have you seen, so did you ever see the, um, the ride vehicle Sharpie? Yes. They, they, uh, describe them. I, I'm interested, so I'm interested to hear your, your description. Well, it looks like they're the, the, if I remember right, they're kind of a blue and yellow palette. I believe the, the significant thing of them is that they're kind of like the Wedway 
or not the Wedway. Well, the um, yeah, the uh, the haunted ma- mansion type system, but but in roller coaster form where it can pivot. So while you're going through the attraction, instead of just being on a roller coaster facing forward, if they want you to focus on a s- scene in the story on the right hand side or the left hand side, they can pivot the car that you're in your ride vehicle to the right or to the left. And I, so I assume they can do other things like over at, um, at Disneyland Paris over the crush coaster, that thing will spin and it does all kinds of stuff. Um, so I'm assuming it can go like 360 degrees around and you've got, you know, maybe I can't remember, is it like two or three people in the front, two or three people in the back and they kind of are set up that way. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's a, a it's going to be interesting that it's a roller coaster mm-hmm. to to have that that ability to 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 rotate the directions of the cars. I think that's really going to provide a very uh, very cool ride experience. I'm really interested to see how it works out mechanically over the long term. Yeah, I mean, so the crush coaster, which is this, is probably like a much more advanced ride system than that, but you ride in this upside down turtle shell and you start and it's really, it, 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 um, it kind of surprises you. So it starts out like Nemo and friends over in Epcot and you're in the turtle shell and you're going through this little scene and everything's cute and you're trying to find Nemo. And it's just like at Epcot, you're like, Oh, this is so adorable. (laughs) And then, and then the thing, goes outside the building, which I think this does too. Cause I remember seeing some, uh, where it looks like it like kind of launches you out. You, you go from the Q building, the original building into this back building. And it looks like there's a part that maybe is outside at least, at least now in the construction photos, uh, unless they're going to enclose that later. And then it goes into that giant building, but the, um, the crush coaster it, it, after it goes through the cuteness, it, it gets pretty intense and it, you know, it goes into this giant ride building similar to, uh, Aerosmith where it's all dark and neon and you're going down the EAC and, and you're spinning around uncontrollably and you, uh, the little kids love it. And I was like, Oh, how much longer? (laughs) So we'll see. Um, it looks like it's going to be intense and, and Epcot never had rides. So now it'll be interesting now that they're going to have some really, I think this will be the coaster, uh, that everyone's going to want to ride over at Disney world. And if we didn't say we're th- the the word on the street, and I don't know if this is true or not, is spring twenty twenty one for the Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, the uh, if you if you haven't been to Epcot recently, the attraction building for the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster is enormous. Yeah, it's huge. It's um, and they've it's- painted it a sky blue. It kind of disappears when you're back in World Showcase, uh, but when you are at the main entrance and coming into the the parking lot at Epcot, it's like, holy cow! Yeah, it's that mass. thing it's, is gigantic. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it is, uh, and it's not, and it's not futuristic, or at least. Oh know, no, it's boxy. No, it's just a it giant a, box. It is a giant box compared to all the other buildings that you see in in uh, Future World that look really really cool. I mean, it, it's it's the type of thing that is probably on every attraction, but it's behind the scenes where you don't see it. But this thing is so huge uh, that there is no way. So they tried to make it blend in with the blue. Yeah, I'm wondering if if they're if they're going to dress up the outside or if they're going to leave it kind of just blue and completely nondescript. I don't know. So that's that. Yeah. Well, so so we'll see. That'll be interesting. So. Moving on, they announced a long time ago also that they're going to do the Remy Ratatouille Adventure that's over in the French Pavilion, which is a perfect fit. They have this ride already at Disneyland Paris. It's super cute. It's a family-friendly kind of dark ride. Uh, you get in this little mouse, uh, and then the mouse, uh, similar to a dark ride, it takes you through all these different scenes. Some of them are video. Some of them are giant props because you're the size of a mouse. Um, I assume they're going to do the same attraction here. Uh, that's at Disneyland Paris. And it's a, it's a trackless ride system. So it's, so it's cool because sometimes you're the only car going through a scene. And sometimes there's three of you in a scene and you'll be all like scooting along, 
you know, side by side, you know, because it goes in every direction, left, right, forward, back. Any, any, uh, thing on the Remy Ratatouille ride, Sharpie? Uh, I'm, I'm really surprised that it's coming to Epcot. Um, we're seeing an era of Epcot and an introduction of characters to Epcot in, in a way that Michael Eisner wanted, uh, in the early, in the late eighties, early nineties, uh, but is just now kind of coming to fruition. Uh, but it's an entirely new generation of characters that you're seeing in Epcot. Uh, so kind of, kind of got its start in a lot of ways, uh, with adding Nemo, uh, uh, to the to the to the seas pavilion, and then uh, the retheming of uh, what used to be Maelstrom, which is now uh, the 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 Frozen Ever After. So we're we're seeing more more and more characters, because uh, I, I think a lot of families have kind of skipped over Epcot over the last few years because it's it's not it's not that. Yeah. Kid or family focused. Well, now, yeah. So now you have. And it's very popular with the adults. Yeah. You have the Nemo uh, over at the Living Seas or whatever they I don't even remember. So they have, and then, like you said, then they have the Frozen over at the Norway Pavilion. So then they'll have the Remy Ride uh, over at the France Pavilion. So those are, and those are all any age, family friendly attractions. And then you, you have the character meet and greet or the uh, new uh, play pavilion. So that's family focused as well. So, and then, well, then the next thing, the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is also in the France Pavilion. Which will remain, uh, which will allow the Impressions de France uh, film to remain in place. Uh, and from what I understand, they're creating a new film for that because Impressions of France, I believe has been the same since opening day. I think we talked about that on a, on a recent, on a recent show. Yep. So we've got but that. It's going to be in the same theater. So, so I, I assume those will alternate or, uh, kind of operate on, on a, on a set schedule. Yeah. Where you go from one to another. So they use the same space. That's a good idea. Um, there's a rumored date of the Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Well, we have early 2019, which is like right about now. So maybe. <laughs> Any day now. So maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Cause you never know on some of these things. So I haven't heard anything new on that. So maybe that'll be coming in the next few months. I don't know. Um, also on the 360 Circle Vision circuit, uh, they're talking about uh, a film for the Chinese or the China Pavilion. And then updating the O Canada, the 360 degrees over in the Canada Pavilion. Because let's face it, the projection systems in those theaters yeah. is ancient. Been, I <laughs> haven't is, watched those movies since. I need to. They, go see they them. are they are truly dismal. Uh, I mean, the the projection quality is awful. The sound quality is the sound quality. It's not terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, but the projection quality, I mean, you, you, you still see hairs and, and <laughs> dust and stuff like that. Right. that that's on, uh, yep. on, on the, the, the old film format and it's, I know it needs updated. That's funny. Oh, okay. So then we're off. So they did announce a while back, a signature dining experience over in Japan. Um, have you eaten Sharpie at any of the restaurants in Japan? Uh, I have eaten at the the quick service. I have not eaten at uh, Teppanito. Yeah, oh, that's true. I've had the quick service. I've eaten at a couple times. It's pretty good. I enjoy the quick service because I, I don't want to have uh, chicken nuggets and burgers all the time. So that is a good quick service location. And it's in the, and it's, it's in that Japanese. It's very tucked out of the way. Yeah, it's in that Japanese garden. It's kind of up 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 at the little hill there. It's a nice little. I have not done the uh, hibachi there. I have been in that lounge years ago. Um, so I just can't do hibachi when I'm, because I can do hibachi anywhere else. So maybe that's why. But we'll have to see what the new Japanese signature dining is when that comes and where that'll be. And there's no date on that one yet. Now, we were, before the show, before we started recording, we started talking about this one. So the space restaurant, the space themed uh, table service next to Miss, Mission Space. 
So they have a actual, they had talked about 2021, but I think you said you, you heard something maybe, or maybe you were thinking it might open earlier because of some rumors going around. Uh, they, they had posted the leadership positions for that, for that restaurant. Mm. So maybe a little earlier than for higher. So, so, so it is table service. So it's not a, I was thinking it was going to be quick service. No, no, it, it, it'll, it'll be a table service. Hmm. It'll be a table service restaurant. Uh, it's going to be operated by the Patina restaurant group. Um, and it, it's the, 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 the code name for the restaurant is space 220. Uh, and that's the, not, not really sure whether that's a, an actual operating name or whether that's just a, a project name. Uh, but it's going to have a 250 foot long digital screen that wraps around a curved room. Um, and you're going to float out into space. Hmm. Interesting. Oh. And uh, your, your, your dining experience will begin with an elevator ride. Um, it'll simulate a trip up into the space station. Uh, so you'll enter a, a lobby area and then you'll depart uh, Earth for the space station. Oh, that's cool. Via an elevator. So. Yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah, it could be fun. So it's a, so it's a experience plus dining all wrapped in yeah up, up to cool. 350 guests is is what the what the capacity is wow is rumored to be all right well we'll see and it's over by mission space somewhere is where this new restaurant yeah and they've already started the construction for it so it's it's hmm. it's underway uh let's see here real quick so epcot forever so that's in 2019 which is now is the limited update to Illuminations. So that will be coming soon later this year. Uh, that is scheduled for the end end of summer. Illuminations, from what I understand, Illuminations will run uh, through to the end of the summer season uh, and then will switch over. Most likely there'll be a, a down day or two uh, or week or... Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and then they will uh, up with a brand new show. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a nod to the original Epcot. So if you're an Epcot fan, the 2019 version, Epcot Forever is supposed to uh, maybe some a uh, little bit of figment in there. I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then in 2020 is the new replacement illumination show that they talked about maybe having drones and lasers and lighting effects and the whole, you know, pretty much every technology you can think of thrown into that show. I had read on the internet that it's called windows to the world. I don't know if that's actually true or not, or just a, one of the names that people are throwing around. But we'll have to go back go there for 2020, see the new illuminations. I'm excited. I, I'm going to, I'm going to hate to see illuminations I know, it's your go. Favorite. Uh, I look forward to seeing it at least one or two more times uh, before it departs. But I, I'm excited. I, I think they'll uh, put together a really cool show for the interim uh, until they completely relaunch the Nighttime Spectacular, um, which will probably be in, uh, what, 2021, did they say? The When they're launching what again? The, uh, the, the, the new, the new, the new, new show, Epcot the, show is 2020 not the temporary new show 2020. So that's only, so it's 2019. So the limited time show will be later this year. And then the next year in 2020 is the new windows to the world or whatever they're calling illumination. So that's only two years away. And, and, or, or, you know, depending on if it's late 2020, it could be almost three, but this stuff, it's amazing when you talk about this stuff and then you're like, oh my gosh, it's almost here some of this stuff and then 2021 it's it's going to be right around the corner for the 50th so it's going to be cool there's a lot and this doesn't even include all the star wars stuff coming to disney hollywood studios and everything else at magic kingdom and ah uh, so there's a lot coming um so and then oh wait oh i almost forgot the disney skyliner later this year so that'll go to the back end of epcot 
Now, if you want to talk about something that the plans are still up in the air on. Yeah. When it comes to the Skyliner, definitely up in the air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing a lot of testing. Uh, so the the uh, gondola cars or the, the, the carriages or whatever you pods, whatever you want to call them are, are moving along, uh, the line at full speed. Uh, you, you can find a lot of video of them, uh, humming out of the, uh, the station there at Hollywood studios. Uh, so the, 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 the system is well on its way to being complete. So have you seen any videos of them, like actually moving at the speed you think they might be moving at? Yes. Uh, now and they they move along at a pretty good clip. That's why a I lot heard. faster than what I had anticipated. I had heard that they yeah that that the well I think we talked about this on another show that you know maybe two to three minutes was the longest run, and so they that's why they weren't air conditioned and plus the humidity of opening and closing the doors all the time would would be a disaster. So it sounds like they move really quick. So anyway, so we'll see. So that those are opening later. They had said fall twenty nineteen, but from Everybody who's been there, it sounds, you know, they look like they're close. So we'll see. There, there's still a lot of, of site work to do yeah. on the stations. Uh, a, a lot, a lot of uh, finish and yeah. um, kind of hardscaping that has to be done. Uh, I'm really excited to see what the loading areas look like. I think it's going to be a lot like how Disney handles roller coasters where they, they send people down, down the line, they preload cars and then uh, before your your car would ever even come into the station, they have have different groups of people positioned uh, and ready to load as the cars come through. Uh-huh. And then one of the coolest things is they have the, from what I understand, they have the ability to take the cars off the line um, if there if if there's someone with special needs or or if there's uh, someone in an ECV, uh, they have the ability to. Uh, to take the car off the line, load it offline, and then put it back online. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that it's going to be neat to see how the, all this works. Uh, I always get I, I think worried. It's going to greatly them. reduce yeah. bus traffic yeah. uh, at the parks from yeah. from the from the resorts that are serviced by those uh, by the the Skyliner system. I always get when I used to go on those ski lifts. I always, I always hated those, because well, and that and those were ski lifts. Plus the 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 gondolas. I uh, I don't know. I always got a little nervous. I'm like, okay, it's coming. Stand behind the line. Okay, it's oh the door's opening. All right, now I got to go in. It's still moving. It's gonna it's gonna run off the end of the building here in another five seconds. Everybody get in. <laughs> it's like the guy. I'm gonna be the guy. I don't. I never wanted to be the guy where they're going to push the stop button. Like, oh, the guy didn't make it in on time. Got to stop the he whole the whole thing. Or, or the the Ski worst lift one. seat knocked him out. Although that those those were even worse. The ones where it was just the seat, and you're like, okay, here it comes. You got to get on the green line, and after the guy goes, you got to get up there and not fall down. And then you got to bend your knees and wait, and then the seat's going to hit you right in the back, and then you got to sit down. And then you're up in the air and you got this little piece of metal bar that you pulled over your head. That's going to keep you safe. Sounds like, sounds like you have some <laughs> ski lift anxiety that you need. To oh, I know. So I don't know if I'll be able to handle it. Oh, I hated those lifts. And then I hate the worst of it was the, the one that drug you up the mountain the, where you just grabbed onto the rope. And it was like a piece of wood that you would put between your legs on a rope. And then you would just, and it would like just drag you. And then if, and then if you fell when you were, and it was like bumpy while you were skiing up the hill. And then if you fell, they'd stop the thing and you have to get out of the way. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't have any of those experiences. <laughs> yeah. I know so, there so are a lot of like, people that, that are, that, that are seeing the videos and their, their single word comment is nope. <laughs> That's, oh, it'll be cool. Not going to ride it. Oh, it'll be cool. They're fun. I'm sure. I love the ones that they had at the little bucket ones they had over at Magic Kingdom. Those were fun when you were a kid. You back before they got rid of them, they were, you would get in and you, but they were, you know, they were a slow, gentle pace just for fun. But these are. Uh, yeah. And then recently at uh, San Diego SeaWorld, yeah. uh, they had people get trapped in one Ooh. out over the water. So nice. 
Well, that's the yeah, thing. It was, a, it was a, like a wind gust that caused the system to shut down. And I'm really glad they never have high winds or, or rain. True. Yes. Well, uh, or lightning. <laughs> I'm glad they don't have any of that in Florida. Wait, just. Well, you they, know, you know, anytime the monorail, well, the monorail has all kinds of issues. I have not heard. Well, we'll have to talk about that later. All the new monorails coming. Anyways. So the last thing over at Epcot is to wrap all this up is they're going to have the experience center. It's in the Odyssey Pavilion, and that is later this year. So uh, they will have, you know, I guess concept art and pictures and models and everything of everything that's coming. So that uh, kind of like the Blue Sky Cellar was at yeah. uh, Disney's California Adventure when they were reinventing it yeah. in 2011, 2012. Yeah. Building Cars Land. Yes. And then since we've had Pixar Pier, so all the. All these changes, all these changes coming about. It's exciting. It's it an is. exciting time to be a Disney fan. It is amazing because when I was there, when I, when Michael Eisner was there and I was working there, he did, there was a lot of new things, new hotels, new rides, uh, MGMs uh, opened. Um, and I, and there was maybe a ride every couple of years. Now there's, it's unbelievable the pace of things that are going on over there. So, and then you've got stuff coming over, uh, to Universal Studios and new new attractions and new hotels over there. So it is awesome. To, there's so many cool things in Orlando. So. All right. Anything else on Epcot, Sharpie, or should we wrap it up? I, I think we can wrap it up. I'm, I'm excited about the, the changes coming to Epcot. I think it's going to be a whole new day. It is. All right. So that's going to wrap it up. For Sharpie and myself, we, uh, if you want to listen to Mouse Chat, you can go over to iTunes. We are there. We're also on uh, Spotify. We're on, uh, we should be on pretty much everything out there that you can put on your iPhone or Android device. Uh, if we are not, let me know, and we will try to get ourselves added. Uh, and then you can go uh, find us in our Facebook group or on our Facebook page. Go ahead and join the group. And I'll put the images from this week's show, the concept art, up there as well. And you can go to mousechat.net or email us at comments at mousechat.net. Uh, thanks uh, for listening and join us again on Mouse Chat.